0: What's the mindset you need to go from a small college in Michigan to the bright lights of the NFL and qualify for multiple Pro Bowls? How are the New England Patriots sitting heading into the playoffs, and why are they a difficult matchup? What happens when an NFL player makes the decision to uproot theirs and their family's life in free agency? And will anyone ever figure out what Bill Belichick gets up to in his free time? I'm your host, Joey Lynch, and this is Beyond the Lead with Matt Dudon. Well, this is it. At the conclusion of a historic 17-game regular season, there's no more second chances and no more opportunities to bounce back for the 14 NFL franchises left standing. Glory and pain of the NFL playoffs set to commence this weekend when the Cincinnati Bengals host the Las Vegas Raiders. For New England Patriots pass rusher Matt Judon and his teammates, their playoff push will begin in the hours that follow, quarter past noon on Sunday on the Australian East Coast, when they travel to the frozen and very, very hostile environment of Bill Stadium to take on the Buffalo Bills in what is the first playoff meeting between the two rivals since the 1963 AFL Divisional Round game. That game taking place before the Super Bowl was even a thing. After signing a four-year, $54.5 million contract with the Pats in the off-season, joining from the Baltimore Ravens on a deal that's pretty much worth almost $75 Australian dollar-y dues, Judon has certainly had a strong start to life at Gillette Stadium, recording a career-high 12.5 sacks and earning a third Pro Bowl honour as he side-ended what was, no doubt, an agonising one-year absence from the playoffs for its fans. In conversation with ESPN's Patrick Djorjevic, the 29-year-old out of Grand Valley State talked his mindset, putting in the work and the extra work, what makes the Patriots a difficult schematic matchup on the offensive and defensive sides of the ball, and the little considered aspects of players moving from one city to another in free agency, such as the impact on family, friends, and all the other little things that come with a move. But first, the Patriots' number nine, worn in honour of his nine siblings, talked about his genesis as a player from a small school 20 kilometres west of grand rapids michigan matthew you started off
1: division two college at grand valley state and and here we are now with the career you've had so far did you ever think it would would get to here
2: i believe i actually just believed. you know i just made sure i put in the work each and every day and uh and you know god took me to where i was meant to be and so uh you know, from Grand Valley, you know, I just continued to work my butt off and just never felt like I was an underdog, but just always work, uh, try to work the hardest
1: and not work everybody that I see. And so do you still have that mentality of outworking everybody, even in a facility such as Foxborough?
2: Yeah, I, I, try, to, I try to do extra stuff uh, for myself uh, and then just uh, for my career. Uh, and I think... It, it's more just making sure I'm physically right than uh, just trying to, like, outdo somebody. You know, I'm never not trying to, like, outshine my uh, teammates or say just say I did more, but I'm just trying to make sure that I'm right and uh, where I need to be for the game. And so usually I just, just tend to uh, spend a little extra time working on my body or my cardio or, or anything that I can
1: kind of do. For sure. And you spoke about God there and, and what a big importance he's been in your life. Can you speak to that, Matthew, and how that's come about in your life? And I know you've had some difficult times as well as some good times. And can you just speak to your relationship with God and how he's you know helped you in those bad times, but just generally as well?
2: Well, I, I, uh, the bad times is only like, you know, a, uh, a little bit out of the day. You know, and uh it's uh, it's some stuff, it's some trickling effects from that stuff. But I try to just keep my faith in uh, God to where uh, to where that I'm, I'm never down. Um, you know, I know it's gonna be some bad stuff that happened in my life and I know that uh I know that you know I'm gonna have to overcome some obstacles or, and whatnot, but uh my faith is uh is uh built not on sand, but on the land and in, in God and in Christ. And so, um, with that, with that being said, I know, you know, I'm it's going to, it's going to be something every day, you know, it's going to be something every day. And if I let that just uh, affect me or move me or rock me, um, I won't be focused on what I have to do. I won't be focused on the tasks I have to accomplish. I kind of just, uh, wallow uh and simmer and something that you know really could have just been a pass in couple minutes and so uh, I just try to I try to do that and I try to just uh be around other uh men of Christ and men of faith uh that definitely helps uh, just talking and bouncing ideas off each other um and and then honestly just kind of knowing I'm not always right. You know, uh, you know, our pride and, and men, and just humans in general. Our pride is so strong in ourselves and what we learn, or what we've done, or what we accomplished, and that uh, where somebody can say you're wrong, and they have facts to back it up, and we just won't listen. Uh, so, I just, I, you know, I'm kind of that person, but I just try to tend to understand
1: where people coming from and understand that I could be wrong. It's a brilliant answer mate do you guys have a bible study there in the building yeah 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 it's
2: uh we uh we have a pastor uh jewel and then uh a, a couple uh a couple other fellas we come around and we get the word and we uh fellowship uh amongst
1: each, uh, one another and so uh we got a pretty good group of guys absolutely And so back on the football field for a moment, Matthew, 12 and a half sacks, a career high for you. How does that feel just from a personal level? I know it's about the team, but can you stop and recognize that at all? And and how has that come about for you this season?
2: Uh, I think uh, you kind of do that after, you know, the season or after your career that you you can say, all right, look, I did this. You know, uh, this is what I accomplished. Uh, But right now it's, it's more a team uh, approach. I need to get to the quarterback and I get sacks or hit the quarterback or affect the quarterback. uh, So my team can have uh, success. Uh, Not so I can have uh, success. And so when I'm done, you know, hopefully my, my highlight tape would be pretty sweet or uh, something like that. But I'm not really looking for that right now. Uh, I'm not looking for the look what I did or all eyes on me. You know, uh, it's about the Patriots. Uh, It's about us going out there and getting wins.
1: For sure. And so in terms of wins, you've had plenty of those this season. We're getting closer, obviously, to the playoffs. Now, you've got a 3-2 and record as it stands against the team's Currently on the AFC side of the playoffs, you've played on teams that at the Ravens that have been big win teams have been favored well going into the playoffs. How does this team sit in comparison
2: uh it, it's just a different team different year uh and and, and definitely just a different uh situation in the world as well so as far as far as that we just gotta we just gotta come prepared for every game and uh play play well and it it, is so easy it's so easy to be said but you know right now we're in the biggest games that we ever be in uh for this year and for this team and so uh we have to mentally lock in and, uh, focus to where, uh, we, we can play until, uh, we win it all. But right now we got to take it one game at a time and we can't overlook anybody, uh, any opponent, um, everybody, everybody's good. And it it looks like everybody's kind of hitting their stride and everybody's getting their players back, um, from injury and stuff like that. So, uh, we just gotta, we gotta prepare, uh, like uh like is we fight for our lives.
1: So what is it about this Patriots team you think could give uh, other AFC teams sleepless nights as we head into the playoffs? Uh
2: just from what we do from a, a schematic standpoint, uh we have we have big play players or um you know we can we can go on long drives and uh I think our defense we uh do a we do a great job of giving every team different looks. Uh and try not to be uh where you think we are gonna be or in a formation or coverage that you schemed up and you are like, okay, this is how we can beat them. And so we try we try to do that. Uh and we do and the coaches do a great job of preparing us throughout the week and uh calling it. So it helps us and uh and I think that's uh, what's going to get people proud.
1: Is that difficult to learn, Matthew, as a, a defensive player? I know you're already a veteran in the league, you know, five years to some extent at Baltimore. To have the ability to change your schematic nuances each week, depending on the other team, has that been a, a greater adjustment coming from Baltimore and how difficult can that be for players?
2: uh it's it it could be difficult uh it is what you want you know uh we don't we this is our job you know you, you come in here and uh you you learn the playbook or you learn uh which what y'all gonna call that week and uh you continue to move on and it you don't forget it because it could be pulled up in week 18 you know uh from week one to week 18. And so uh that's what you do. And so that's that's what we we'll get paid for. Uh so it, it's, it's it's if you can learn it, then you should learn it. And uh you should retain that information because you don't never know when it's gonna be needed. You don't never know when you're gonna have to pull it out or uh re uh bring it back up in a, and it and could be just an in game adjustment. It could be a call that you didn't think it was gonna run uh throughout the week, but they came out the team came out in the scheme and be like, well, this will help us uh, in this way. So and then you just got to you got to go out there and execute and do your job. And so I think I think that's one thing we kind of harp on here is just uh, execution and also being uh, being a player that you just not put in a bucket that this is the only thing you can do. Uh, I think uh, our whole team, everybody does a lot of things
1: on the field. And uh, it shows in our play. So what is it about Matt Judon that would surprise people? Oh, uh,
2: so I, I don't know. You know, that's a hard question to ask. I'll put you, you know, on I the think. spot. You know, I'm a, I'm, I'm, a funny person, I guess.
1: No, that, that's pretty common knowledge, I think.
2: Even over here, mate. Okay, uh, that was surprise I don't like scary movies. I don't like scary movies. I don't watch them. I don't, I don't get into them uh, like Freddy vs. Jason or uh, Friday the 13th. I don't watch no scary movies. So, uh, yeah, I'm straight off that. So Have you ever watched one at all? It messed me up. I watched uh, The Boogeyman when I was little.
1: Uh, mm.
2: No, 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 no. Candyman. I watched Candyman when I was little. And then right after uh, Michael Jackson, the uh, Thriller music video came on, and then it was over after that. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't never watched nothing scary after that, and so uh, yeah, I don't watch no
1: scary movies. I don't think you're missing much, Matt. What else do you like to do off the field? Like, what are your hobbies away from uh, Foxborough?
2: Uh, hobbies away from Foxborough, I like to I like to uh, ride my bike. I got a I got a bike a road bike that I uh kind of be going on bike rides with uh and then and then obviously playing with my kids uh they're kind of young I can't wait till like we get to start traveling going on trips and stuff but uh that and then uh video games I like I like to play video games
1: What's uh a couple of places you really keen to travel to once they get a little older Well I want to I want to take them on like a skiing
2: or snowboarding trip see uh how they can do that and then uh just like out of the country just uh just experience different things uh my uh, oldest anaya she wants to go to australia so uh, <laughs> we're we gonna take a trip there she loves uh koalas and kangaroos and she loves animals really so uh but those are some of her favorites
1: Yeah, that's brilliant. Hey, Matthew, just another one. Bill Belichick, can you speak to what it's been like working with him at all?
2: Well, it's been real cool working with Bill, man. He knows so much about football. Um, And the way he sees the game, I think it's different from every coach uh, in the league, kind of just because of how long he's been in, in the league. And so his in-game adjustments uh, are, like, so now and so fast because he's seen the scheme or he came up with the scheme or he know the person who came up with the scheme and he kind of knows the defense uh, that will attack that scheme. So uh, I think just working with him uh, in that aspect has been uh, pretty interesting. And then just uh, his personality, I think, uh, is not – Nobody kind of – he's kind of the most interesting man in the league. So nobody, uh, you know, nobody kind of knows him. But uh, I think his personality is great for uh, just being a head coach of a lot of men and just how he carries himself. So um, I uh, definitely respect him and how he carries himself.
1: Do you have a favorite memory of Bill from your time so far in New England? uh i do i do
2: uh it's definitely it's definitely like i can't tell you too much about it but it's definitely like in in the team meetings uh when he was talking to
1: uh josh and i thought it was hilarious but uh that's about all i can tell you that's about all you can say okay so what makes him such a great leader of men
2: Uh, i mean I, i don't know just his characteristics uh how he speaks uh how he how he carries himself, uh, I think. I think uh, he has been doing this and seen so many different players. Uh, you know, he uh, probably coached some of the best players that ever played the game. You know, and so uh, he he just and he then coached the the wittiest of the wittiest or the the most uh, by the book players, and then he didn't coach some off the wall players as well. So I mean, he didn't he didn't seen it all. He kind of um, done it all, heard it all, and uh, that's just how he handles hand, handles himself. And so uh, I don't think it's really nothing new that uh, you know, besides like social media that he not up on uh, in the <laughs> NFL.
1: Do you reckon? Do you think he might have like his own burner account somewhere, Bill, and he's just following it? Man, wow. I don't had no clue what he do with this person's time or on his phone, I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. Hey, Matthew, I, I watched a couple of interviews you did just before you came to New England, and, and my sense was that there was a little bit of anxiety about the move, a bit of going into the unknown, and, and obviously there's a lot of moving um, and with family and other things that, that come with it. What's this been like for you as a person, this transition to New England, not just as a player, but just as a human being and, and your overall growth? Well, yeah, I think uh,
2: I, I was comfortable where I was at. Right, uh, I've been there for uh, five years. Uh, I had my house and my kids uh, where their school was, and uh, my uh, and Brienne had her doctors and all that stuff. And so, uh, not just comfortable in uh, in my play, but comfortable in my life situation. And so just switching teams, um, it can get hard. It can get hard, but uh the transition has been pretty smooth, obviously. Uh, besides I only thing is I moved in in the middle where all houses was going like hot cave, like houses was selling off the market. and so uh, and so that was that was pretty frustrating. but uh other than that, uh, we came out here, we moved out here. Moved in and I got into a, a great school district, um, we had a, another child out here at a at a mass gen, uh and everything has been kind of going smooth, I was able to get all our house packed up so and uh, so just uh, just making this home now making this home base for us and uh, just making sure that like every every trying to take care of everything and also be uh be right on the field and make sure that uh I play well but you know a lot of people really kind of don't think about what you what we have to go through like just to go to a different team you know the housing situation kids cars clothes and stuff like that so uh but uh the transition was smooth i had a lot of people help me out and I appreciate them, and um, so now I'm out here, and now I'm uh, what? I don't, what did they call them? Like uh, I know in Michigan, you're a Michigander, and so I don't know what New England,
1: other. New Englander, is it? New Englander? I don't know. Maybe I made that New up, England,
2: but I'm in Massachusetts. I guess I'm a New Englander.
1: I guess maybe I've made that up. I don't want to get you, get you in trouble. Uh, now, yeah, maybe. I don't know, Matt. So again. Playoffs on the horizon. The Super Bowl is obviously the goal of, of every athlete. Can you speak to the excitement perhaps personally and, and maybe what the feel is in the locker room as we we get moving towards this? I mean, there was some real momentum going. What's the feeling? What are your hopes as we head into the postseason?
2: Well, Patrick, you know how we do it around here. We take it, <laughs> we take it one game at a time, and, and that's the only way you can. Uh, I can look forward to the Super Bowl all I want. If we go out there and we don't take care of business every week until the Super Bowl, we'll be watching it at home. Uh, So right now, I'm focused on uh, the Dolphin and going to Miami and finishing out our season. Uh, Other than that, I, I have no clue. Like we don't know who we play, we don't know where we play, we don't know where we stand. And I think that's I, I think that's better for all of us because we don't have we don't have any expectations. We don't know. And so uh right now we just gotta make sure that we go out here and finish uh what we started and uh and then then we we'll focus on what we have next week. And then when it comes to the Super Bowl, uh hopefully we in it, but if we don't take care of our business each and every week, we definitely won't.
1: It's been an absolute pleasure, my friend. I appreciate you taking the time. It's been an honour. God bless, mate. Thank you, too. Pleasure's all mine.
0: As mentioned on the top of the pod, Judon and the Pats will face off with the Bills on Sunday afternoon Australian time. And you can watch that game and every game of the playoffs down under on ESPN Australia. Beyond the Games, make sure you stay glued to ESPN.com.au and across social media for all the latest NFL news, and news from anywhere across the wide world of sport, from the worldwide leaders' team of award-winning reporters, insiders, columnists and presenters. But for now, I'd like to thank you for joining us on another edition of ESPN's Beyond the Lead, this time for a conversation between Patrick Georgievic and New England's Patriots past Russia, Matt Judon. I've been your host, Joey Lynch, and as a reminder, you can catch this episode, every other episode of on the Lead, and indeed, all of ESPN's collection of podcasts and audio goodness, wherever you do so happen to get your podcasts from. If you're enjoying Beyond the Lead, or any of those other pods, be sure to subscribe, leave a famous five-star review, and help spread the word. I'd rate your podcast five stars. anyways thanks for listening today tomorrow or whenever you happen to be listening and do not fret as i'll catch you soon for another deep dive into sports as espn takes you beyond the lead very soon